Welcome to my Japanese Green Tea Podcast, a show dedicated to Japanese tea. Hosted by tea blogger Ricardo Caicedo. Hi everyone, welcome to podcast episode number 48. Today's guest is Nicolas Leo, and he's the founder of Matcha Mauro. Hi Nicolas, welcome to the show. Hi Ricardo, thanks for having me. Could you tell us a little about yourself, like a short introduction for the audience? Sure, so uh, I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and I've been here since I was five years old. And uh, I went to business college here in Louisiana at uh, Louisiana State University, and I've been uh, interested in e-commerce for a long time. I started buying and selling on eBay in high school, and eventually that led me to the matcha business. So that's the that's the short version. And why did you get interested in matcha? Well, I was interested in trying it first. My little sister got a can of it. And so I tried some, but I, I don't think I made it the right way. Well, I know I didn't make it the right way at first. I just started into some hot water with a fork. But even that got me kind of interested. So uh, that was my first experience with it. And then I got more interested in it when I was looking for uh, different e-commerce opportunities. I noticed there was a lot of different matcha products out there. And I noticed there was a really wide price range between the different kinds. So I got kind of confused about, you know, what made it one matcha good and what made matcha bad. And it seems like different matchas had the same name, but had really different prices. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to get to the bottom of that. So that's kind of what brought me into exploring matcha more, especially from a business perspective, but also just because I wanted to try it find out what good matcha was. How did you start it to, to source your matcha? Uh, how did I start to source it? Yeah. Uh, well, I had some experience with um, wholesale tea in general. So I uh, started searching around for suppliers and um, sent an email to one supplier to ask about their tea fields and the conditions of the factory and things like that. And once I you know, had a conversation that made me feel like it was a trustworthy supplier, I decided to, to go ahead and make the order. And it's from so, Uji, if I am correct. Uji, Kyoto. That's right. I'm told it's the oldest green tea growing region in Japan. Is that right? Yeah, it, it's very traditional. That, that's where they invented the, the process of shading matcha. That's right. That's what they told me. I just wanted to check with check with the expert to make sure that was right. Some some places in Japan they say that that they they received the the first tea, but the more, more traditional one would would be from from Uji, from from Kyoto. Well, it's definitely delicious. I can tell a huge difference between the first matcha that I had and the one I ordered from there. So I noticed that that you only have the ceremonial grade. Is there any reason? Well, you're not selling the culinary grade matcha? Well, I do have plans to eventually add culinary grade to my product line. But at first, I was really interested in just finding out what the very best quality matcha was like. So when I was talking to my supplier at first, they gave me a list of all the different grades, the prices, you know, whether they were organic or not organic. And it was kind of this grid. And so I thought to myself, if I want to find out what the very best is, then I'm gonna, I'm just going to order the very best kind that they have. So, so that's what I did. I wanted to focus only on one product at a time because 
you know, with matcha, it's very important to keep things fresh. You don't want to have things sitting on the shelf for too long. So I really wanted to focus on only one product so I could make sure that I was giving only fresh products to my customers. But later on, once I, once we grow a little more and start to get more volume, then that's my plan next is to reach out, uh, branch out rather into culinary grades. If I understand correctly what you wrote in, in your website, you're also distributing to local cafes? Yes. So um, that's been really fun going to, we've got some new, I guess you'd say chic cafes here in Baton Rouge. You know, in Louisiana, we don't really, uh, we're never really the first to do things. So we're just now starting to get some cafes that are selling matcha lattes. And so it's been really fun to go to the owners of these cafes and show them this matcha that I'm ordering from Uji and letting them see it and try it and just see the difference. It's It's really been fun to uh, be the one to introduce them to matcha of this quality. And uh, I've presented it to two cafes here in Baton Rouge so far, and both of them have started ordering it. So I think the, uh, you know, if you have a quality product, it's, it's, it's easy to convince people that it's good. Yeah, very good. Mostly you would sell as a matcha latte, right? Yes. It seems like they always um, make it a matcha latte here. You know, it's takes a while for new things to become accepted here or people to get used to them or, you know, get familiar with them. So they have to kind of mix it up into a latte because I think the taste of a traditionally prepared cup of matcha is maybe just a little too foreign for right now. But hopefully soon we can have a tea room or something in Baton Rouge. That would be great. And you, you sell all over the, the U.S. and also internationally or just inside the U.S.? Uh, just in the United States right now. So had a couple of customers uh, out of state, but mostly it's people in Louisiana trying to grow slowly. So I can, uh, you know, one of the big things about my uh, mission with Machimoto is I don't want to advertise too heavily because one of the things I learned just doing market research is that a lot of the price of matcha goes into marketing and branding And, you know, I know that there's a trade-off there. You can grow faster if you market more heavily, but I've chosen to take the route of growing a little more slowly, just kind of spread by word of mouth, and that way I can keep the price down so people who would like to try quality matcha don't have to pay too much more than, than you really need. Yeah, and, it, and it's quite expensive to advertise. Oh, absolutely. It can be, it can be half of your profit margin just to advertise. And how... Do you like to prepare your, your own match? Well, okay. So I've talked to my customers before about this. And uh, one of them had a, a discussion with me because on my website, I suggested that you prepare matcha with a whisk in hot water in a mug. Because, you know, I figure we're here in America and that's just what people are used to drinking out of a mug. And one of my customers said it didn't sit well with them because he prepared it the traditional way with the with the bowl and the, the bamboo whisk. So I, I went and I added that to my, uh, to my suggestions. But for me, you know, I like to prepare it quickly. And, uh, you know, I guess I don't trust my skills enough to make a real traditional cup of matcha. So I just use the electric whisk and some hot water and a mug. So that's my go-to method. Yeah, I guess it's, it's all about how you feel better. Like there is a traditional way to make not only matcha, but all the other Japanese teas. But I guess this is like cooking. Like maybe there's a better way to 
cook some dish or a more traditional way, but but you can just do it your way. And unless you are very, very into matcha, I, I also don't suggest that anyone should get the right bowl and, and, the, and you know, everything. Because sometimes people, they're not that much into tea and, and they just want to, you know, do the matcha latte, maybe even in a blender or sweeten it. I don't know, but yeah, I guess it depends on how deep you want to go into into your your tea knowledge, I guess. Right. I think that's well put. And uh, the other thing is, you know, the Southern United States is not much a country at all. So the lower the barrier to entry to getting into drinking matcha tea, the better. You know, I, I have a hard enough time even explaining what it is to people. So the easier the preparation can become, the better chance I have of introducing people to matcha in the first place. And maybe from there, they can get into the more traditional preparation techniques. But, um, you know, one step at a time. In, in your region, that's also where people drink a lot of iced tea? Oh, definitely. Yep. Sweet tea or unsweet tea. But sure, we have you can get sweet tea at any restaurant. Sweet tea is the same iced tea, but sweetened? Right. If you ask for a sweet tea or if you ask for an iced tea, you'll get, this, you'll get the same thing. Two words for the same thing. But, but that would be... Like it's already made, you know, like like a like it comes in a bottle, or people actually prepare their own sweet tea. Some people make their own. You just it's just a big pot of hot water, and you put a bunch of bags of black tea. And some people just drink it like that, but you can also put a lot of sugar into it. So, and then uh, usually a slice of lemon as well, or a few. Very popular. I guess that helps because if people. They're already drinking tea. Like if you bring them another tea, it's not so far of a leap, you know. So <laughs> that's right. Maybe I need to make that make that comparison. It's like iced tea, but green and hot. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's why I also think that the culinary grade it really helps because that is a lower barrier to entry. You know, like it is cheaper price. Maybe the quality is not as good, but if they're gonna add milk and sweeten it, I think that it, it's sort of a waste to make a ceremonial matcha into a matcha latte. But, but I guess some people would like it. Well, it uh, seems to be doing all right so far, but if people have the same reaction to a cheaper product, I have no objection to that. So I'll be sure to let you know how that goes once I get into importing the culinary grade. And what about the, the name of, of the company? What, what does matcha mojo mean? Well, I started with calling it matcha mojo, you know, like... Uh, I just thought it sounded like, oh, you drink this and you get your mojo. But I never really knew what that literally meant. So I looked it up and I found that the meaning of the word mojo is not entirely pleasant. So, uh, but I had already submitted my stickers to, uh, to the supplier, my label design. He was about to start the run. Matter of fact, I think he'd already started grinding the matcha. So I had to make a quick change. So I was looking for other words that could replace mojo without changing the whole label design because i didn't have time and i found moto and apparently moto has a, a meaning which is something like the rhythm of a melody or the rhythm of music and uh you know i thought that was an apt way to describe how you feel when you when you drink a good cup of matcha so i think it was uh you know fortunate maybe even providential that i messed up on the name because I, I like it a lot better now. Yeah, it has a good sound to it, I guess. Oh, thanks. 
So I'm, I'm not sure about your marketing focus. Unlike many other people that sell tea or, or they just sell matcha, like the, it's just, you know, health benefits and lose weight and all this, which is not what I mean to, but yours is much more simple. You just want to have an accessible price and then not spend too much on marketing? Yep, that's that's basically it. Um, you know, it, I do like matcha because it's less acidic than coffee and it doesn't make you as jittery and it helps you focus, you know, so those are all benefits of matcha that I do plan to put more front and center into, you know, the copy that I've got on the, the website, but it's something in my family, I guess, me and all my brothers and sisters, we all just love trying new things from different places. And um, if you are going to try something that's has as deep a history as matcha and is as a uh, representative of a culture as matcha is then it's good to get the best that you can and it just is fun to introduce people to that kind of thing when they've never had it before so yeah but it's it's pretty simple i just think it's i just think people enjoy trying things from other cultures that are done right at least i do and being able to share that is uh is the main goal how have you promoted it like have you done tea tastings or events well mostly through the the cafes where I am a supplier, you know, through word of mouth through them. Um, I also do promotions on uh, places like Reddit. If I can just post there and get people interested in the product, then, you know, that's another option. Spreading the word through friends and family. My sister is helping spread the word at her university, which is in Georgia and things like that. So I call it the organic marketing approach, just letting people learn about the product and hopefully the quality of the product kind of does that work for me for, well, for 50% of the time. Yeah. By word of mouth. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I haven't tasted, I haven't received your, your sample yet, but I'll, I'll make sure to review it. Oh, thanks so much for that. I, I hope you enjoy it. When you were tasting the different matches or is there any reason why, why you choose this one in particular and, and also that it was organic? Well, uh, I hadn't tasted too many before I decided to go with this supplier. I was just uh, convinced by the quality by talking to the to the representative that I was talking to. You know, I had tried other matcha here, you know, from the grocery store or, or wherever else. So I was familiar with that mid-range matcha. Um, you know, I saw the range of product that was offered and... Uh, There was organic and there's non-organic. And, you know, I know when I go to the store, I prefer organic if I can get it. So so that was why. And also, I I think, um, you know, one, one of the appeals of matcha is that it's a whole food, so to speak. So it's as close to the ground as you can get ground up tea leaves. And I uh, thought if I could uh, make it any closer to its natural state, then, then that must be a good thing, you know, minimizing the use of pesticides or you know agricultural chemicals of any kind do you have any experience with with the tea ceremony or do you make the matcha in in the koicha style like in the thick way or just the normal usucha oh i guess i guess just the normal way uh, a friend of mine told me he wanted to try some of the matcha so that he could have a tea ceremony and that was the first i had 
never heard of that. You know, he's very interested in Eastern cultures and, and things like that. But uh, I have to say, I don't, I don't know what makes, uh, what the different methods are of preparing it. I'm pretty new to it myself, also being from Louisiana. You know, I'm, I'm introducing people to it and I'm not an advanced expert, but even I know I'm probably the Baton Rouge expert on matcha even still. Sure. Do, do you drink other types of Japanese tea or tea at all? Sure. I drink uh, green tea uh, pretty often. I had oolong tea. One of my favorites is I get at a local coffee shop here. It's called Dragonwell. I don't know if that's a trade name or what, but. But I've always been a tea drinker since I was a kid. My mom introduced us to it at a hotel breakfast. And I remember when I first tasted it. So I've always liked it. Yeah, Dragon Well is, is a Chinese green tea. I guess the name is Longjing. So you, you actually do drink loose leaf tea. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the, the infuser and, and all the rest. Sure, I enjoy loose leaf tea. I remember, um, did you ever go to... Uh, Did you ever have Tivana when you lived in Florida? Yeah. At first, it, was, it wasn't so easy to find good tea online, or, or, mm -hmm. may, or maybe it wasn't as, as common. So, but, but there was Tivana like all over the U.S., you know, like in every, every mall. There, there was at least close to me a, a Tivana store. So they had some really good products. Unfortunately, they were highly overpriced. Mm -hmm. But but I I enjoyed it. So I, I bought their their matcha, their gen matcha, their gyokuro. So yeah, I guess I liked it. Yeah, that was my my first experience with loose leaf tea was uh, when the Tivana came into our mall here in Louisiana. So it was so much better that I didn't even notice the price difference. But that was the first time I experienced that. You know, there was such a thing as good tea and, and bad tea. You know, the stuff that you buy at the store and the cheesecloth with the staple in it is, there's no comparison. Yeah, the, the cheap tea bag is absolutely terrible. Yeah, it is. It, it tastes like, I don't even know, just acid and dirt. But even then, it outsells loose leaf tea many times over. One thing that I hope with with your help and everyone else, we get more people into high quality tea. Right. Thanks for saying that because that's, that's exactly what's uh, really motivating me to, to keep this going. You know, it's uh, so far taken a lot more time and effort than the payoff has been, but I'm just confident that once people try stuff that is actually good, then they'll stop, you know, consuming things that are, I don't want to be too extreme, but not even worthy of, of the name, you know, Like tea is one of many things that has a rich history behind it and people who put a lot of effort into making it. I don't know. I, I guess I feel that they, uh, they deserve to have people enjoy a product that they've spent so much time on. So, you know, it makes me happy trying to spread the word about that and get people out of the uh, Walmart tea shelf. Yeah. Okay, Nick. Well, thank you for your time. And I wish you the best with your, with your new business. I'll, Publish the, the review of your matcha as soon as, I, as I'm able to. Oh, well, thanks so much for having me, Ricardo. It was, it was really fun. And uh, thanks for all the writing that you do and spreading the word about tea on your blog. And uh, 
wish you the best. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Okay, see ya. Thank you for listening to my Japanese green tea podcast. Join us again next time.